0: Oh, shit. Look who's back. Sturdy and the crew. And we're late again. Of course. Of course. This is how we roll.
1: Jason's not going to let you live this.
0: He's mad. He'll <laughs> be okay. He'll be okay. We're only three minutes late. Three minutes. Trace. Yeah, I know Spanish. Anyways, how's it going, people? What's up? I hope you're all doing amazing. Gentlemen, how are you doing? I'll start with
2: you, Jason. I am doing well. Well, very, very
1: well i'm i'm Sorry, gonna take you at your word on that jason
2: i am doing great
0: that
1: was very paused it was very shatner-ish
0: <laughs> how about you mick how are you doing
1: i'm okay i, I, I uh, not going i had a pretty good day i wanted to end that way as well that's maybe great. not have a heart attack let me go grace
3: um about even about even you know pretty even today
0: that's fair that's fair
1: oh can i say you? something no mm-hmm. and put it in the am i allowed to comment on this <laughs> on what um i'm number four i'm fourth place on face of horror
0: oh good nice
1: shit. good shit so I'm, I'm if i'm lucky i'll get through the cut today so if you guys have facebook <laughs> go vote for me. there you go i don't go know vote. How to i don't know how to put it in that thing though i'm gonna send it to you Sturdy.
3: i think that's rude because i think you're a beautiful son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: you that's what you are I had a,
2: I came to a, re- uh, a re- uh I realized something when I was watching Nightmare on Elm or Friday the 13th part two the opening scene is the exact same opening scene as 1990s it
3: ah with a
2: girl walking through the stream her mom telling her to come in like I had never put two and two together it's a nice little mm. homage in that it
1: miniseries yeah
3: and it's funny towards the end of the movie i realized i made the correlation that uh they kind of revisited a little bit of the situation and not for nothing i kind
0: of... yeah yeah we'll get into it we'll get into it mhm sarah queen how's it going
1: hey sarah queen i'll get into it ha 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 ha
0: <laughs> so before before we get any further tonight we are discussing Friday, the- <coughs> Jesus, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Friday the 13th Two, Jason vs. Freddy, and hey, so far, so good, having fun, Have fun, <coughs> damn it, I was fine all day, now all I have fun. I spent the all day with
1: day. you, you were fine, you didn't cough once,
0: I'm not nervous guys, that's not what it is, don't worry.
2: I think like, I think oh, you are nervous because you were coughing a lot during Scary Snobs too. Boy. I think your nerves are getting the best of you, buddy. Damn it!
0: <laughs> there we go. Got that cough bubble out. I
3: think I'm gonna leave and come back in. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me or not, but I can't hear either of any of you. My fucking thing glitched out.
2: Final, All right. finally oh, we can hear that, and that was great.
1: Finally, <laughs> we got the good news we were expecting. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I really am. My apologies Still to you. Can't hear us. I watched um Elm Street 2
2: today. My opinion of that movie is so different than what I thought it was. Mm. I love that movie.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Let's we'll get into it though, guys. We'll get into it. <clears throat> Jason's you know. like,
1: I need to, I got a heart out. You gotta let me out at nine. So start talking.
0: Uh, I'm good today. Jason. I'm starting with you because actually, no the fuck this because you had to dip out early last week so we need your ratings for both films and your favorite kill from i forgot i think friday the 13th yeah movie. it was friday
2: the 13th my favorite kill is uh when uh christy gets it like in the lights shining at him and he goes what are you doing out in this <laughs> the look on his face is yeah. me and my friends when we were in elementary school used to just make fun of that for hours and a lot of nostalgia with that but that's my favorite kill in that movie
1: I like that if uh I could just talk to that real quick um that's an awesome choice Jason that's very cool because I never hear Steve Steve Christie and that's very cool yeah
2: yeah no we we made fun of it for days we rewind it and we play it over and over and over again just because the look he gives is just it's fantastic and the way he says mess but anyway um yeah so um Friday the 13th part one I give a four out of five I like that movie a lot uh, nightmare Jason, Elm Street.
0: hang on hang on we do tens here man you know oh this. tens yes
2: sir. Uh, eight uh nine nine out of ten
0: okay nice cool. um
2: and then um friday the 13th or nightmare, on Elm nightmare. Street is an eight out of ten you
0: said eight and then for friday you said a nine right mm-hmm. <clears throat> john henderson what's going on my guy how's it going how's it going what's oh, up john Yo, John, if you're free, I know you know these movies. I would love for you to hop on with us. All right. You're out the hot seat now, Jason.
1: Thank you. Who was in the hot seat. Is it me?
0: <laughs> no, Jason was in the hot seat because he had to dip out early and didn't get to finish up the ratings or anything. He didn't say bye. Mick was crying. I was. I was
1: sad.
0: Yep. Chris got a little watery eyed. It was Chris rough. Chris did not get
1: watery eyed. Don't lie.
2: My son just walked in here and started talking to me, and I'm like, shit, I got to go before these guys can hear him. <laughs> oh, like, no, if you were worried about that, we didn't hear anything.
0: No, I didn't hear him at all. I don't think Chris has sound still. He's working on it, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's
1: working on it. I can't he hear you. I love He's in
2: the box.
1: You know what it is? Chris, I can tell you exactly what the problem is. It's, 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 it's the ingenuity it. of the gremlins. They're keeping your sound off.
0: Sounds good, John. Sounds good. Just let me know and I will send you
2: a message. You so know, what I mean. Mr. Rogers of uh, podcasting. He's just like, come on, on, be my neighbor. Let's do a podcast together. Well, I know, John. I've had, we've, I know, I'm joking
0: together. Kidding. But at the same time, though, I do allow a lot of guests on here just because you get different perspectives and all that cool shit. <clears throat> and it's fun. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So let's dive into this. Let's dive into this. Oh, really quick. So I have some a uh, little bit of information. Mm-hmm. Just hop into last week again real quick. And I'll put myself in the hot seat for this. Can
3: you guys hear me or no?
1: No. Now we are. can't. What are you what are you doing here?
0: <laughs> no, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? No, I can't. Who are you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> you're good, you're good. If I can do this I enjoyed
3: that too much. <sighs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the sound effects gold. Said sound effects gold? Yeah, Jason or somebody was going. Shh, shh,
0: shh. <laughs> so, the original. Fra- <laughs> Damn. Close, uh-huh. I swear. <laughs> I was not coughing before this show.
3: Ask Mick. He was with me. I, I, no, day. No, I
1: lied before. I don't have no idea if he did or not. <laughs> we just make shit up. We're on.
3: I just got back in the country, so
0: yeah, you're welcome. I helped with that. <laughs> right, the card. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Friday the 13th was released May 9, 1980, directed by Sean S. Cunningham. The S is for I don't know. <laughs> Screenwriter Victor Miller, and of course, music Harry Manfredini. <clears throat> 550000 budget, $550,000 budget, and it made $59.8 million in the 80s. 1980, that's crazy. Yeah. That's dope, but that's crazy. And then A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one, November 9th, 1984. Craven directed and with the screenwriter of it, Charles Harold Bernstein did the music for it. $1.1 and it made $57 million. Not bad at all, either. And then the other one, I'll talk about those at some point in the episode for tonight. Mick. Yes,
1: sir. What do you want to know? Which one of these films do you think you've seen first, or do you know? Um, I don't 100% know, but I'm going to say it was, pro- it was most likely Friday the 13th, because when I was a kid, Mm-hmm. It, it like took place in Jersey, and I'm from Jersey, so it always like was like kind of cool to have like a a horror figure from my state, and it's Jason Voorhees. Uh, I would say I saw part two first of J- of Friday. Um, I had to have probably been around nine or ten. I was really <laughs> just into Jason, the idea of Jason, and I had seen three and four before this. Oh wow! So that my They'll. I had to. I like when I wanted to watch horror as a kid. Like I had to succumb to whatever. Like Uncle was willing to let me watch something, or if I could get away with something, or my brothers would put something on and mm-hmm. I could watch with them. So like I, I really like. I didn't see everything in order until I was much older.
0: It's probably the same for me with that. I know it was definitely Friday the Thirteenth Part Two first before Nightmare on Elm Street Two, but um. Watching these, well, you know what, Jason. Same question for you.
2: Uh, but it's easy. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Two was actually the first of the Friday series I'd seen. It also, I rented oh, it when oh. I was like seven. Nice. Wow.
0: And you see, you said you seen that before Friday the Thirteenth Part Two.
2: Yeah, I rented it and nice. Child's Play Two on the nice. same day. I remember that very vividly. So, so those are the first two horror movies I remember watching. But yeah, uh, Nightmare Two wow. is the one I saw first.
0: What about you, Chris? <clears throat> I'm for, assuming. And- that-
3: Hands down nightmare. Yeah,
0: I was like, I'm assuming Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm assuming that, but yeah, for me it was definitely Friday the Thirteenth. But watching these two movies, because I've never watched these franchises the same, like any these movies the same Hmm. day, and it's so cool to watch them like same day back to back. Especially, I'm like, this is so dope. Why haven't I done this before? But I guess it's because like when you think of a marathon with a franchise, you just think of doing one at a time, but. Listen people, try this. Seriously, try this. Even start I mean, if you're watching along and going along with this with these episodes, with this what we're doing, start with these and just watch say Nightmare on Elm Street one, Friday the 13th, one, and the next day or whatever. Two. Just it's it's so fun. Yeah, it's it is. so different. It's it's cause I usually watch, you know, if I'm watching one, I'll go through the one series and go through the mm-hmm. other series. It's just like watching the continue – the continuation of the story when they actually continue the story before they change up and do crazy shit, and just keep like bits and pieces of the original information in there, the original story. But you guys get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But try it out. I think I'm gonna. This may be my new thing with watching, going through franchises. Just do two at a time because you get it done faster. You're still watching them all. It's just you're breaking it up in between. You know.
1: Yeah. All right. I try it. It's Jason. Definitely interesting. I never would have about, thought to do this, so I just wanted to say this has definitely been interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, it
0: started because me, Chris, and James, we kept talking about doing these two franchises. And then we even discussed bringing up the idea of just doing them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was just like, this is the perfect freaking time to do it. This is the perfect freaking time to do it, because I know a lot of people are going to be doing Halloween and Halloween-themed movies right now. But this is the versus battle right here. Gotta do a versus battle, you know. And with that said, Jason. Yeah. Which movie you want to start out with?
2: Uh, Let's start with Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Kick it off, buddy. Uh, So, you said (laughs) watching back-to-back has been uh, an experience. It has been an experience because um watching nightmare after <clears throat> watching friday the 13th there's parts of nightmare that just don't hold up as well as friday the 13th does because there's cg and special effects and stuff that not necessarily hold up so it's been fascinating to watch them back to back like this but um there's parts of this movie that i really like and there's parts that i found really boring re-watching today and this used to be one of my favorite nightmare in elm street movies so i don't know like if it was just my mood today or what but <clears throat> But the the opening bus sequence still still gets me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I okay, used to be right, afraid right. to get on the bus. That's why I never really took a bus to school. I think it was because of this movie because I watched it when I shouldn't. Appreciate have
0: watched you, it Appreciate you, John.
2: Appreciate you. But uh, go ahead, Jason. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh And what's fascinating is this movie is so different. Like um, Nightmare on Elm Street, one is coming through your dreams in getting you in this one it's almost like they bar- were influenced by the exorcist in a way because you know he's instead of coming at you through your dreams he's coming at you through jesse like he's got a conduit into the real world and that's a very different take on freddy i don't know like re-watching it if i like that version of freddy or not now but um i just the the, the franchises I really like they're something, like, they they change so much from film to film but um yeah, they did a lot of new things with Freddy in this movie that kind of yeah. contradict the last movie, but you know, even just having a sequel is a contradiction on the last movie. So, I still like Freddy Krueger, and he's still menacing in this movie. The whole pool sequence is super scary. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Uh...
0: <clears throat> I like this one a lot, actually. This is the first three are like my, are my favorite three of the franchise. But this, like, I don't know which order I like the first three. It always, it always switches. It always switches because this, this was dope. This was dope. It was a fun watch. And it was just, like you were saying, how it was different with Freddy being inside his body. And I know there were some undertones with that that pissed a lot of people off. But they're fucking stupid for it I think it's a dope At the way time, to yeah. show that and bring that out and inclusion and all that cool stuff. Without, like, throwing it in your face too much, I guess, to make people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, really showing it without showing it. And I'm like, they did a cool thing. It's cool. As And watch growing up watching that, I never caught on to it, of course. And yeah. so I read it somewhere. Like, and I was like, oh. Okay.
1: Uh, you asked um, if I had watched this or Friday Part Two first. I just wanted to make mention that I actually watched Nightmare on Elm Street 2 before I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 1. It was too. another one of those that was like out of, so when so I think I love this movie because like I didn't understand that they abandoned what they did with Freddy in it and it wasn't similar to the first one. Um, so that's why like I just wanted to mention that like because yeah. brought up but mostly that's why it's like because when I watch second one I'm like I, I'm still cool with it maybe it's just a power Freddy hasn't used but he did use it in New Nightmare too.
3: Yeah, that's exactly. I was like, yeah, they brought that back in New Nightmare, and it's kind of a play into when we get to Freddy versus Jason, we'll touch base again on something that they revisited kind of and how they played into it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Nice. Watched them both, one and two as a kid, Nightmare on Elm Street, never got caught, (laughs) around eight years old. That's awesome. I know how that goes, John. I know how that goes, John. Hey, Mick, when you get a chance, can you send me the uh, GoFundMe link? please? Yes, I can. You can do it right now. Hold on. And I'll talk about that in a minute. In a moment, people. Do you, you have the new...
1: It's gonna be dope. Do you have it's the new um, um, picture, too? Uh
0: You sent me one on Tuesday. I'm
1: I'll not sure if you, it you updated it from then. I'm going to send it to our chat. Okay.
3: I'll tell you what. After watching this it's because it's been... I usually watch all of these once a year, like around Halloween or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but I haven't been able to find my box set since I moved. So it's going on two years that I haven't really watched them like that. So revisiting it, I had a little more fun with it this time. And then this was my least favorite of the entire series.
0: This one's your least favorite?
3: Yeah. Ooh. That's always was always was my least favorite right now. I'm kind of like, all right, it's not bad. It's it's coming up a little bit. But that also goes to show how like when time passes and if you give things a little bit of a break, like -hmm. you kind of get to reset off of those same little things that you have programmed into your mind or those points to that always hit with you, because now you get to see a couple new things. It's almost like wearing a fresh pair of eyes, even though you kind of know what might happen or what's going to be happening. It gives you a chance to kind of revisit it like if it's for the first time again type deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When you give it enough time. Yeah. Yeah. And again, this was one of my favorites of the The first three are the best of this whole franchise, in my opinion. But this was one of my favorites. And I don't know. It just, even knowing about like all the other stuff with it, I'm like, okay, cool. It doesn't hurt the story. It doesn't, you know, but. I don't
2: know I yeah i think most most of my issues stem from watching it after watching friday the 13th too and i'll get more into why when we get to friday the 13th too
1: anybody know a special bit of trivia about friday the 13th part two what's that do you uh, know you we're so? in it who played Ginny in the movie amy steele right she looks so familiar yes. yeah <clears throat> does anybody remember the tv show family ties yeah I do. She played the character that Alex P. Keaton lost his virginity to. Oh wow! Just for some reason, it always like cracks me up whenever I see her Hmm, into. There have
3: been times
1: for the characters in the first time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That
0: took a second. Wait, what did he just say?
1: She played a college girl, and he was a high school kid, and they went out on a date, and she took his virginity, and he went, like, all haywire. Oh, well, <laughs> did, she take it? did she take it, or
0: did he give it to her?
1: All right, fair enough. It was a consensual take and give situation, and I'm sure she tried to take it, and he gave it. <laughs> and Chris not being able to talk right now is the greatest goddamn thing on the planet. He's no, talking just, to his, he's talking to his people.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: Oh, that was letting
3: them know not to be shy and get in the chat
0: yes hop in the chat people don't be scared you should i got, I
3: got five people over on kick i'm like all right cool this works
0: this is dope this is
3: dope <clears throat> all right so the picture downloaded folder was that in? all right so let's talk design of freddy
1: I didn't even give a, you guys don't give ratings. I didn't give a rating. Oh, I'm sorry. I
0: didn't know. <laughs> no, we didn't give. A, no, we didn't do ratings yet. We were just talking about just discussing part two.
1: Jason did ratings didn't
0: he, for part two. No, he did, a, he did his rating. No, the ratings he did was from part for last for Tuesday's episode for part this one. This bullshit,
1: right? You know, I'm sitting here trying to trying to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> Mick wants to rate it. Come on i want to rate it. Let's go. I'm not even going hey, to, to rate it too? now and then talk about
3: it. No, I'm just kidding. No. It's rated X for the clubs. <laughs> Here we go. All right,
0: Mick. You know what? No, nah, no, nah, Fuck this. Hang on, hang on. I'm going back to the old ways of the ratings.
1: I don't want to Boom. do that. I give up. I don't want to rate it. You, you just want me to give my rating? Yep. It's abrasive and, and a little... Uh for part two of uh which one? Nightmare uh, Nightmare. Yeah. I would give this a solid eight out of ten. Eight? I don't understand all the hate for it either. I understand it's different in tone and t- it changed things up from Freddie in the past, but I don't know how I-, I think more and more people are realizing how good of a movie this is.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. But you good, sir.
3: Uh Back in the day, I probably would have given this one a five and a half, six. But honestly, today, I'm, I'm kind of right there with Mick. I'm giving this one. I got popcorn in my hair. I'm giving this one a seven and a half.
2: <laughs> um,
0: Where are you at, Jason? Oh, there you are. If,
2: if you had asked me, like, man, like a month ago, I'd have said an eight out of ten. So I'm I'm not, I'm not dropping it very far. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. I still really like the movie. It just that there's more – I noticed more flaws watching it back and with um, Friday, that's all.
0: Um, I'm going to give this one a 9. I Like, I, I really enjoyed it. I really freaking enjoyed it. It's It was just dope. It was fun. And <clears throat> it was the last <laughs> – excuse me. It was the last one where Freddy was considered scary, in my opinion. Because after that, after this one, it's when the silliness really turned up. Not no, bad. I, I, I would argue
1: three. Absolutely, very I'd argue it's still, three is it's probably. Still,
0: but there's silliness in it, though.
1: I would. It's, ar- it's I would. The I would argue Warriors. Right. If you're doing silliness factor, one, three, two, and then the rest are just like. And, and, and West Crimson Nightmare is pretty, pretty.
0: I got to see part three again. I haven't seen it in quite a while. Well, yeah, I haven't seen it in quite a while. It's probably been a couple of years, actually.
3: Oh, yeah. To me, see, Dream Warriors is three, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, and and to me, three, which we'll get to on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. To me, that was the one that, like, Freddy from part one really solidified that, like, the scary guy. But at the same time, part three for me is when I was like, yo. I really can't get away from this guy. And then he's he's horrible because of the torment and the types of torment that he uses the a psychological shit with the person's dreams. So we'll talk about that when we get to part three. But as far as I go, two, my least favorite, because I didn't feel as scary about this one, it kind of felt more like a movie, if that makes sense, with him coming into reality, where then yeah. three brings it back to the, hey, you can't really escape him. He's in your dreams. He's in your thoughts. And then now... He's not only in your dreams and thoughts. He's using your dreams and thoughts to fuck with you and to kill you. Yeah. Who is this? You know what I mean? Freddy. Who? Kruger. Who? The one, the only.
0: I'm going to jump to the comments real quick. John said he saw Robert Rustler and Marcus Bell from Nightmare on Elm Street. Two cool guys put some Freddy on their tables. Love. Nice. Dope, dope. Stuck in my mind. Hello, Jason. Jason, you got to say hi. What's up, Wise? How you doing, buddy? What's happening? Is that Wise?
1: Oh, Wise, what's up, man?
0: Wait. Appreciate you popping in, Wise.
1: You bastard.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, uh, we're actually, we're reviewing that what and up, part three on Tuesday, Peter.
1: Dude. So that'll dude. be fun. Peter's a filmmaker, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I know.
1: Oh okay, All right. I wasn't sure. What's good? What's good? Okay, oh yeah, that's,
0: that's, that's my guy. What's ah, happening ah. stuck in my mind?
1: Second tier wise, second. <laughs> I love you, wise. You know that.
0: Four got, got goofy for me. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, I what understand agree, guys.
0: Guys, look at this. My wife said something. Oh. Three see, was see definitely you. scary.
3: Yeah, and she would know. She knows. She knows what's yeah. up. Yeah.
1: The fact that they just play up the suicide angle so much. Like, they go back to that, like, what's going on with the kids? What's happening? and I, Like, that movie, Wes Craven stepping in to write that, too, like, was a big deal in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that part I do remember.
3: That part I do remember. So one of the biggest tones that I pulled away from this one was the to me it had that like Amityville vibe to it because it's like the house and then Mm -hmm. the family starts to get fucked with and then Jesse starts to kind of have the dreams and then become so that kind of had that that real paranormal aspect of it in this movie about it where the other one it's more of hey you know the past is coming back to bite you in the ass this one's more of something supernatural is occurring in the house type deal
0: Mm. that's a good point some good points sure. listen guys really quick let's talk about this cast is for a cause thing <laughs> and what made me think of it is because somebody keeps playing with their hair <laughs> I know sorry you're
3: getting popcorn <laughs> in it
0: but um <clears throat> he's gonna possibly be cutting that hair mm-hmm. live Friday the 13th now listen I'm gonna show you guys what we are talking about. So next Friday, cast us for a cause. You don't have say. He's doing it for the people and the That's money, it. donations. People.
1: And thank you, Xander for, Tyler for donating. Yeah, Xander, thank you. Appreciate
0: it. A live charity script read. Reading Friday the Thirteenth script and. The donations are going for, to uh, all for lunch so children can have lunch. They shouldn't have to be paying for lunch. I think that's bullshit. Damn right. But we got, we could, you know, we could help. We could help. We could help. He is loco.
1: I was staring at the screen as you're doing this and I forgot but we're the, not um, on it. And I'm sitting there giving my thumbs up as you're saying that. So like, yeah. So, yeah. School a one.
0: charity script read. Catch for a cause. A charity script read. It's going to be a fun time next Friday, seven o'clock Eastern time live. And you're going to see us four on there and other faces and hopefully a lot more faces. Cause it's, it's fun.
1: It's yeah, so fun. We're going to be playing some games. We got, we, we worked out some kinks we're gonna get some fun people to be a part of it. Yes, It's going to be, and we, we are actively, like there's going to be prizes given out for like, cause we did the awards last year. Oh, sturdy. That's what we got to talk about with the awards. Yes. Um, so there's gonna be awards at the end, like audience participation, funniest line during it, um, all coming from yeah. you guys, you know. So like, and 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 also biggest donation, will be doing that as well. So
0: I'm gonna tell you guys what part of the biggest donation giveaway I have because I have one of them right next to me, and I have two mm-hmm. copies of this, but uh, this right here.
1: That's a good. Ooh, that's a good. Terrifier. I'm for Terrifier two field
0: book. Still in the plastic, still wrapped up. Unlike, you know, what our parents did. Well, mine did. It was a broken condom. Different story. Wow. wow. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, that's one of them. And I, I have um, another Blu-ray. It's downstairs, I think. Uh, <laughs> but it's an independent film. Go away. So yes. I'm going to throw that one in there. And I may throw another double or triple or something My guy in there. I want to uh, so win well, one. But, um,
1: <laughs> that will be going
0: up for casters for a cause for the All for Lunch because it's a very important thing. And we want to help feed these children that's the most important thing but you guys can come over get entertained get some laughs and have a good time and any amount counts and if you can't afford it i understand rough times just please hit that share button yep. please hit that share button ronell what's good what's happening ro it good I appreciate you popping in i know you've probably never seen these movies before it's a uh, nightmare on elm street part two and friday 13 part two because you're scared of every damn thing <laughs> but i do appreciate you popping in gotta get you on an episode one of these days to review a movie with us You'd have a great freaking time. That is fun. Yeah, make it tough. You know. You know. But uh, yes. And this guy again, Chris. You listen. I'm gonna just blow him up and just let him talk about what he's gonna do, so you guys can just see this. So
3: basically, what I'm doing is, is the entire time, if we can beat the goal of what they did last, uh us for the cause, then I oh, will. Was- Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I
1: mean, like, but it was it was a large goal. That's what I'm saying.
3: No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If we beat the amount that got taken in at the last classes for the cause. Yeah, that's like. a. <laughs> okay. So if if, if, if we do, I will cut my hair. If do. it happens live on stream, it happens live on stream. But the campaign is still going after the stream. So even yeah. if we beat it on at the end of the campaign, even if it's the last day and we end up beating it on Halloween. I will, I will come on and I will do a a stream if I have to myself or we'll host it with Mick and I will cut my hair. I'm also going to be donating the entire thing. Once we get to the point that I can cut all of my hair off, I'm going to be donating it to one of those organizations that makes wigs for people in need. So let's help quite a few people out. Let's get some kids some lunches. Let's get somebody some luscious, curly, dark hair and uh, let's have a good time doing it.
1: You do have luscious, curly, dark hair thank you sir thank the you only understand. thing i would I like to add in. to that for you chris is <laughs> just in case he will be shaving it because he's a man of his word uh-huh. but uh you there are parameters i don't know if you looked into them yet so i don't want to say like you're definitely donating just in case like there's a certain parameter or they're not accepting this time of year
3: oh yeah it has to be like 12 inches
1: i think minimum or something like that yeah which i don't listen i don't know oh what wait is- so the hair i'm not sure
0: <laughs> I, <knew exactly laughs> was, I was like, "Wait, that. what?" Uh, oh man! And, Ronel, and
1: listen,
0: I, know, <laughs> I know you. I know you want to grow your hair out.
3: You can get some Puerto Rican hair. I mean, I could give you some Help hair, but I can give you some extensions. And I mean, we can we can hook you up with some weave.
1: I'd, I'd there rock. you go. I'd rock this hair.
3: And, and <laughs> then you can like
0: you like to like be out in the club and stuff. You can like have somebody <laughs> video record you and you're shaking your hair, and then have something slow down in slow motion. You look cool. This is off in of your now.
1: Oh, oh love, too. I love it. Ah, the oh, moment's passed
3: now for my joke about Jesse. that
1: Because <laughs> because over
3: exactly here talking about the twelve. Want, exactly,
0: <laughs> what we would want we would want you to have that hair. Why not? Bro, Just to see this. how you act. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, it'd be the best. Whole I attitude
1: would change. Whole. I couldn't wear that. I could not wear that hair. I would look like what's his name that was Whiteface in Creep Show 2. The one with the tar- cigar in uh, one.
0: <laughs> the, the native,
1: I, the, I realize uh, it's an offensive term. I'm only using the term they use in the movie. All right. Don't kill me. <laughs> oh. Look at that.
3: There you go, Chris. A fellow boricua, hombre.
1: Yeah, yeah is wise, yeah. And wise <laughs> to- No. <laughs> I, love you. I want Wise on the show. I was actually going to reach out to him after we finalized the list.
0: Wise is fun. I need to get him on this show. No. Wise, what are you doing? And have you seen these movies? I'm sure you've seen these movies before.
3: <laughs> I I couldn't Wise count how many times Jesse said, he's inside me!
1: Yep. <laughs> there's, there's a reason for it, though. I know, well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few reasons. <laughs> The whole movie Which, is the uh, allegory. Oh, I'll let you tell it. You're the man. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to tell you know, it. Mick, Mick. It's
1: okay. It's okay. No, I no, know I don't want to. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> <either>. <laughs> I'm on
1: all the time. Your show. I love I love hearing your voice, not
0: mine. Basically, there is uh I guess you'd say homosexual undertones in a sense. It's not once you're older you understand it, you see it. But again, like I said earlier, it's not thrown in your face. Like If you're a kid, you don't really see it. Like, I didn't notice that at all growing up until one, I was told, and then two, being an adult and seeing it and like, oh, so that's what they're doing. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yes, so that's, that's, and that's why the movie does, I don't know if it still gets as much hate as it used to, but that was a big, reason. that was the reason why right there.
2: It's popping up a lot more on people's uh, higher-up lists right? uh, on the street, too.
0: Yeah, As it should. It's a good movie. It's a good yeah, movie. absolutely. It's a good movie. It's Yeah.
1: Sorry, oh, Mike kid's got a fumble, so my wife uh, was texting me. He's playing football. Oh, he forced a fumble? Uh, he, he recovered. Nice. Clap it up for him. Thanks, nice, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of him, dude. He's going oh, love
3: it. Now when he or gets or home, beat his fumble. ass so it doesn't court. happen again.
0: No, no, he recovered, he recovered.
3: recovered the fumble. He's oh, oh, I thought he fumbled in there, and recovered his fumble. I'm like, yeah, you got to teach him not um, to let that happen again. I, I
1: would like to point out, to if he had caused the fumble, I would have patted him on the back and told him it's going to be okay. That's how I, I would have been hit. Oh, if, if he was the fumbler? <laughs> I don't want to raise him like me. I want some- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my God. That's oh, funny. my goodness.
0: That's some funny shit. All right, now on to the sequels Uh, the sequels as far as so Friday the 13th part 2 came out in May 1st 1981 directed by Steve Miner screenwriter was uh, Ron Cruz Harry Manfredini again budget 3.5 million no 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 I'm looking at the wrong one 1.25 million but it made $21.7 million, which, again, back in the 80s, dope. That's money. That's dope. And then Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two came out November 1st, 1985, 17 days before I was born. <laughs> I had to let you guys know that. Directed by uh, Jake Shoulder.
1: Jack Shoulder. Huh? Jack Shoulder.
0: Yeah, thank you, Jack. Screenwriter, David... Chaskin, Christopher Young did the music. This one, three million budget, three million dollar budget, and it made twenty nine point ninety nine million.
3: Wow! And again for the eighties, for the eighties, some Tony Montana money, man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, ratings. Who do I want to start? You know what?
3: Let's start with Scary. What you right. waiting for there? We're talking Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Friday the 13th.
3: Friday the 13th. All right. Um. Obviously, this is the introduction to the actual Jason in the movie, like full length. But again, doesn't really do all of it for me. I'm giving this one. It's uh, to me. It's a. Uh, it's on. It's on Barb. I'll give this one a seven.
1: Manhattan, goddamn you, Chris. You gave number two a seven. That's what I'm saying. That's my second favorite in the series, and that can change at any time and become my first favorite. Um, I love this movie. I my rating for this probably nine. I love this movie. Nine, see, I agree with Mick. Nine,
0: nine, nice. 30, what do you think? 10 for me. A 10 for me. And me and Mick were talking about this earlier, actually. I wouldn't have been mad to see more Sackhead Jason. Mm-hmm. Like, even if they did another film, part three was Sackhead, and then part four started the whole, you know? But...
1: Do you yeah. know why, though? Do you know why it changed so quickly?
0: Was it because of Brit and they didn't have another
1: one? They Well, you could have changed it to anything, even when it came off, but it was because it was hard to see and he had to do a lot of running at night.
0: Mm -hmm. So when they got to the
1: sequel, they needed something that had eye holes that they could do. So they figured a mask.
2: Makes sense. Yeah. There's even um, unintentional foreshadowing in this movie where they mention hockey. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also that, but they also, um, when he goes for the one spear, when he's going upstairs by the sex scene, he grabs the other, there's a mask on the spear and you're kind of like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He just drops mm-hmm. that down, goes upstairs. Which,
3: yeah. But they kind of look funny. at it and they show it.
0: Going back to our conversation from Tuesday with the whole sex and horror, if it's over-sexualized and, mm-hmm. you know, too much. This was a movie where the sex scene made sense because of that mm-hmm. kill. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's probably my... That's definitely... I'll say that's my favorite kill in the movie. It was a dope kill. You got it two for one.
1: Two the for sex one scene back. with the spear, you said?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. I really like that. Woo, straight through the back.
1: Yeah. Well, you, the let me ask you this: compared to the first one through the neck, what do you Shit. like better? Mm. Mm. Getting The tough first one through the neck
0: is more iconic.
1: Yeah, and it's Tom Savini. Like, it's more I feel Like blood. the spear goes down, but it cuts. Like at least Tom Savini showed it. You know. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, imagine him doing that scene or having. You know what I mean that would have
2: this movie is how you make a horror sequel like it literally picks up where the last one left off Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. flows very nicely into it as somebody who's a huge fan of tv continuity is just something i love and there's a lot of continuity with the first movie and i just I didn't realize how good of a sequel it was like until I really sat down today with nothing else happening and just gave it all of my attention, which, you know, a lot of times I do these marathons. I don't get all of my attention, but it's Mm -hmm. a pretty show. And the added layer I was watching outside with it pouring down (laughs) behind me. I jumped like six times during this movie. I don't know (laughs) that I've ever jumped during a Friday the 13th movie, but I did today. Nice. (laughs) I (laughs) do too. But no, man, this movie is a great sequel. It's a shame we never got to see her come back, because she lives through this movie. What's up, Han? Well, Thanks
3: good,
1: for coming, Jehan. Ginny lives. Yeah, yeah, Ginny lives in the movie. I would have loved <laughs> her come back, too. That's my biggest setback when it comes to the Friday the 13th series. With the exception of what they tried to do with Tommy Jarvis, I just don't think they did it well. Because mm-hmm. um, it would have been so much better if you had Corey Feldman as a kid not a teenager, like kind of like maybe a few years later, he's older and he's living in the you know, his group home, the group home or whatever. And it would have pulled it off so much, but like, he's a better actor, so.
0: Mm-hmm. And then that
1: Tom Matthews, as much as I like him, like by that point, you could, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just don't like how they always switched out the the, the female characters every, every after every one. It was like, if, if they survived, they're not coming back. Like you did it in the first and second one. Why not keep going? Yeah, uh, it's my Bright.
3: You know, and that was the point I wanted to make about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is that I kind of wish that we had an opportunity to see some of the outcome after that with the way it ended because we do get a little bit of that opportunity when Heather Langenkamp comes back for uh was it Dream Warriors or the mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
3: so we got we got a survivor who comes back. You know, the original, I guess, situation. Mm-hmm. Which then I also want to know, is that a re was well, technically, yeah, that was the first time because that was the next generation after the parents did what they did in their town. Yeah. So it'd be nice to see if the end of Nightmare 2 was actually just a dream or if anybody survived that. And then, you know, I mean, how that plays out continuation with that person. Do they end up at the loony bin? You know what I mean? That they always allude to in the, the west West Side or what the fuck's the name of the town? that's almost at westbury like suny
1: uh springfield springfield yeah
2: yeah sturdy and i were talking uh legacy sequels on scary snobs and i was watching friday the 13th too and it what would be fascinating is if you know we find out that paul because she asked where paul is and they don't say Mm. we find out paul got you know arrested taken to jail and is serving time for those crimes and you know somehow like that i i think that'd be a fascinating story but yeah no i wish jenny would come back but i man this movie was so good <laughs> it was
1: so good you know it's funny you mentioned that uh paul the actor who played paul i, I was telling of this i went to a uh it was like a sign really is crystal lakes uh crystal lake memories the documentary that's mm-hmm. like six or seven hours long or whatever yeah. it is 10 10 hours long yeah uh, I've seen it. I watched the whole thing. It's awesome. But um, so I, go, I went in and they had the entire cast of every movie there, all the way through. God. And I got, you got to go through and get stuff signed. It was, like it was a private event. And I, I walked up to the te- second table. And of course, the first ones are Amy Steele and and, mm-hmm. and Paul. I can't think of his name at the moment. And the first question I asked, What happened to Paul? He's like, You don't think he got the fucking out of there? <laughs> I was like, Come on. <laughs> I was like, All right, Paul, good on you. <laughs> Not yeah, the hero yeah, type. That's, oh my gosh. I, that I, will, I
3: will say on my end, definitely watching the first Friday the 13th and now the second one again consecutively back to back for days and then comparing them between the two movies. You do see a lot better of uh, these angles and these cool takes that are, that the way... Uh, Cunningham does certain things with the camera and to establish certain things and get close ups. Or, like the first one, he had the point of view cam, um, which we saw through the mom eyes, or we saw through one of the campers, or whatnot, certain situations, especially at the beginning scene. And then this one comes back with a lot of these other scenes that are kind of the same tone, but now we're getting to see Jason because he's more of the focal point, and you can see them transitioning to it being more of like an outside view of these horrific things happening in the camp. But uh, the the way they do shoot it, the way they do lighting, still on point. I mean, the soundtrack, I know Mick had touched on it earlier in one of our conversations. Mm -hmm. Hands down, one of the best horror movie soundtracks. And this is the movie. These are the movies why I even listen to things like Synthwave at certain points, you know what I mean? Sometimes literally just to listen to Synthwave because these movies make them so iconic and they use them so well to set tones.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I am <laughs> really surprised with uh i honestly thought nightmare on elm streets would sweep for me i'm really surprised that i'm preferring the friday the 13th mm. wow really
1: yeah i guess that's true the second. i mean i mean i love
2: j i've always loved jason but i just can't believe like how how well the, what the movies are made mm, i agree yeah. like this one friday the, nightmare on elm street almost feels like a mad lib where it's mm. like, okay, somebody else is gonna run with the story. Almost, I'm not comparing quality, guys. It's almost like the Star Wars trilogy. Like the second guy just made whatever movie he wanted to make with uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two, and with uh, Friday the Thirteenth, like you said, with the way they're filming and using the certain tricks from the first movie, it feels like the same team made it. You know, whether that's true or not, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. feels organically like a continuation.
3: And if for me, knowing what editing is, I'm right. sorry, Sturdy. Like I, I was sitting here watching a lot of these cuts and these jumps, thinking. Fuck man, how good do we have it right now being able to do this all digitally on a screen, not having to cut rolls of fucking film and get it right? Mm-hmm. And then what happens
1: if you fuck up? And and <laughs> and I can tell you that because like, having hand filmed in you know full film strips, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> i don't prefer it to what we have. It's the worst. <laughs> don't do it. And yeah, fucking I feel bad for all this <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it just they made us do I mean, that just to teach us the old way. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Now <clears throat> I'm I'm assuming that does that make you appreciate it more now? Oh yeah I'm assuming that because yeah, I was just gonna say it.
1: So, Imagine uh, hanging strips of scenes and how long they are and cutting them together by eye. Well, not I mean, I mean you're true. using light and stuff, but it, it really is essentially by eye, and then it got easier over time. they created more stuff, but you Chris is right, man. at the pinnacle of the best time
3: which by the way all of the digital uh editing and stuff like that and the way the process has changed in editing for uh film and all that has to be thanked to mr george lucas and his team at ilm back in the day they pioneered a lot of this equipment to make editing faster to digitize things i mean this was all newfound technology coming out from the 70s from these group of guys that just got put in a warehouse and said all right go make movies, and they were like, all right, let's start trying to figure out how to make our
1: life easier. Yeah. Yeah. ILM has done so much for everybody. hmm <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, oh.
3: ILM even started Pixar.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's a lot of them that really started with ILM.
0: Just knowing what they, what they had to do back in the day, hearing about it as just... Someone that watches movies, it gives you, gives me a little bit, or not even a little bit more, a lot more appreciation. Like, holy shit, you guys had to do all this to make this movie. And now, I'm not saying it's simple now, I'm not saying that, but just with the technology, a lot easier, a lot faster. And, you know, so that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. But dope at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess you didn't know anything else back then, so it wasn't like, Oh shit! Let me just go to my computer and do this. Like, what are you talking about, man? You on drugs?
1: <laughs> you, had go, you had to go, and the amount of work that went into just making it ready for uh, um, to to be able to cut it. You know, because there's a lot of work and treatments that need to be done for the film before it even gets there. Um, you want to know something hard? Fucking try changing a film reel canister. Just by hand, just by touch. You can't even look. Like, it's because it's in the tent. Yep. You fucked up. They're all pissed at you. (laughs) Yeah, pissed at Eddie. Oh, man. Because when I was still coming up, like, they were still using film. Like, a lot of people are still using film. That sucked. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I'm bad at this. I'm going to (laughs) die.
2: My favorite kill in this movie, and I'm gonna go to hell, is the guy in the wheelchair when he falls down the stairs.
0: (laughs) same here. That's mine (laughs) too.
1: Actually
0: that that it was that one, and then the sphere is second. That is my favorite. I'm
3: fucking mad that they kind of made a joke out of it. while everybody's sitting at the table and the guy's like, Hey, if anybody wants to go out on the night of the town one last time, now's your chance. And they're sitting at the table and the guy's like, Nah, I think I'll stay in. It's you know, having a guy in a wheelchair ball. Like kinda. Of no, kind what, of no, he movie. said having a
0: drunk ass he said having a drunk asshole in a wheelchair could be, you know, and I know I know for certain I know for certain how it is hanging out with a drunk in a wheelchair. Shout out to my cousin Michael. Because he can be an asshole at times. It was funny though. It was funny. Very entertaining. Also- I get it. And that's why I like that scene so much. Like, sometimes I just send him that clip. <laughs> hey, listen, Jason was... No, you got to show him
1: the one from Mac and me. and <laughs> <laughs> It's like speeding down the hill because his brakes were broken. And he falls that's, off the uh, cliff into the water. It's epic.
2: I'll show him that one. That's the that's clip that always brings to the Conan show. Yeah.
3: <laughs> It's just a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, I just see myself being like, kick your feet, <laughs> battle, kick, kick,
1: jump. Jesus Christ. I'm not picking, I'm on, sorry. not picking on, neither people. am
3: I. It's just funny. If it was in a comedy movie, <laughs> you guys would be laughing. It's
1: I, funny. It's I don't I'll live, I will live with him getting the machete across the face and down those stairs. <laughs> That's fine. I'll stick up for that. I draw the line, kick your feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm still wondering what the hell he was training for. Mm. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't even want to say it. Like the Special Olympics, I guess, or the Paralympics? Maybe. Can you say Maybe. Special Olympics anymore? Is that I don't even know if that's politically correct. I, I know they know. do the Paralympics, but wasn't the Special it Olympics separate?
3: I, I, think don't, I don't know.
1: I'm asking questions. I feel like <laughs> I deserve well, well, like If, if I wanted report. to be
3: politically correct,
1: I would have been a politician.
0: I mean, they get up into playing a uh, wheelchair it's basketball.
1: Podcaster. <laughs> Man, Sturdy, I'm afraid they're not going to make it. Sturdy, you're dying, dude. I, I hate I'm great, it.
2: guys. I'm great. Don't worry. You need That's to put good. the wife on so you can go take a nap. Oh, I'm not tired. Start a little
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, shit. oh, oh man That's cake so let's see favorite killer since jason led that off i'm gonna hop in there it was tough for me it was between the hammer in the back of the head from behind just because of how the guy telegraphed and acted and like it pulled and you see jason oh when he's hanging upside no 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 there was the what was it the no, cop no, or was somebody? Small, dude yeah it was the cop it was the cop he took the hammer in yeah. the back of the head the claw clawfoot um, and then the one with you guys, because from that's the one kill that I always remember from this one is the mm-hmm. one through the bed, two for one. Like part of me wishes when they did that, they would have went like an extra step and had like both hearts at the end of it when it came through the bed. You know what I mean? Like he just Some pushed more both gulp. hearts straight Something. through. Boom.
2: I just I was, like I was, Jason had a beard in this movie. Like in, in part four, I believe he doesn't have a beard anymore. So I want the movie where Jason shaves. That's in part three. <laughs> we gotta make a TikTok of that. That's between part two and part
0: three. Have him
3: sharpening his fucking machete, and then all of a sudden he just takes his whole machete and just starts <laughs> shaving his beard off.
2: Like who taught him to shave? <laughs>
3: clean up. Jason
2: up. Nice.
1: This guy thinks his mother's head is still alive, and he's gonna shave. Yeah, it's true. He would, cut it, he would kill himself.
0: I mean, he's already you know, he'll be all right, he'll be all right, and he's good with a blade. As we've seen, pretty precise. I think he could. I think he could pull it off. Clean up his beard, you know. Unless he goes to a barbershop, you cutting his hair?
3: No, nah, he got to have hair first. And those three little ones he had, I think he wants those.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Be careful with people with just three hairs. <laughs> those are precious to
3: us, ladies and gentlemen. Go watch the Three Hair podcast. No.
0: <laughs> Heyman Ronell. <laughs> Sorry, sorry,
2: Sturdy. What was your favorite kill? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um,
0: The wheelchair kill. The wheelchair kill was first. I'll say the spear kill was second. My third favorite is the ups- when he's upside down. The dude's upside down. And even though the machete was upside down <laughs> for the throat slit, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. Mick, did you say your favorite
1: kill? Yeah, yes. I said the wheelchair, wheelchair okay. kill. Okay.
0: Yeah, we all, we all enjoyed the wheelchair kill. Overall, that's number one because it was Chris's second and everyone else's first. So, you know, that's how we get down. Well, people in the chat, what were your favorite kills of these two films? Which mm-hmm. I know we didn't do a Nightmare on Elm Street. What was my favorite kill in a Nightmare on Elm Street?
1: I forgot. Shit. You know what I loved? The nerd survived.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. Favorite, kill on, favorite kill in a Nightmare on Elm
3: Street, guys. For me, it was the shower scene.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Um funny, yeah. I don't know that I'm going to go with a kill on this one. I'm going to go because people do get kills, but I don't have a name for it. But I'm going to go with the pool scene. Gotcha. Oh, yes. I thought that was fire
0: and all that shit. Fun. That was dope. Yeah.
1: When I'm he with jumped you on. out, it's crazy. It's awesome. I yeah. mentioned it earlier. Yes,
0: I actually meant to mention that earlier and we just got into another conversation and forgot <laughs> about that being my favorite coup. Holy shit, that was a good kill. Holy shit, that was a good freaking... I love that scene.
3: Yeah, the, the, the end effect of uh, Freddy melting, it's, it's a little bit... You can kind of see some of the flaw in it, but at the same time, the way they still pull it off is just super dope. Super dope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that kill, or that end scene was always stuck in my head growing up, and I can never remember which movie it was from, you know, with the kiss and the melting shit. I can never remember which movie it was from, and then I seen it today, I was like, this has been on my mind for years. And I don't remember the last time I seen this movie. And I'm sure I've seen it, you know, I know I've seen it in my adult life, just but still. any. I'm just like, okay, okay, it's in part two. It's in part. I hope I remember this time from here on out. <laughs> but one day that killed this baby in my body, I'm like, what what fucking movie is that from? Mm.
3: <laughs> so now with oh. both these movies The, the characters themselves Because we do have a change right One Friday the 13th we go from Pamela being the uh, antagonist To now Jason's actually real there. He's there He has a sack on his head He's running through the woods And then we have the Freddy That's the evil jester To now a demon Who's possessing mm-hmm. people um, mm-hmm. We had the, the clothing change From no stripes on sleeve To stripes on the sleeve But the biggest change was his appearance physically what he's did you friendlier. guys think he's what
1: he's friendlier uh, freddie in this one like he looks friendlier you think so because first, first one he was dark it was like very like peely and and like very yeah this That's one true. it looks like you can look at him and you're not like i mean you're you're looking at a burn victim but at the same time yeah. it's You're not as scared as you were in the first one. And I think that's because they were trying to bank on Freddy. And that's part of the
3: reason why this one was kind of part of my least favorite of the series because I wasn't as scared of Freddy. He didn't look as bad or Mm -hmm. as, and I didn't like that they gave him these like cheeks and these sunken in eyes or whatnot. I I always hated that.
1: This is your least favorite. This is your least favorite because Freddy was the most childish. I guess four, five, six.
3: No, no. I didn't say childish. I said he was just less scary. Like when I think of Freddy Krueger in my dreams, like, or in my head, honestly, the two images that pop up is part one and new nightmare. Now,
1: dude, final nightmare. He has a power glove.
3: Yeah, I love that. And he's just
1: like good graphics. Like, come on
3: like at least
1: like, let's say that's the silliest
3: hey i I didn't say he wasn't silly i didn't say that i didn't say that at True. all but
1: you you did say as this was the one where he's like this is where he's like the silliest and that's my least favorite i'm like nah i can't get over his power glove
3: I, I just the way he looked i didn't like his facials the way they did the molds for his face and stuff like that It just didn't get to me as much oh, yeah. and then and then them doing the whole fingers coming out or the, the the knives coming out of the actual hands and stuff like that like i'm glad they had shown the glove in the movie mm-hmm. at least at some point but mm-hmm. i think they should have made that a thing where like jesse doesn't even realize he like has it on him or something like that he always fucking, like magically has it on whenever he turns into Freddy type deal now my question is i know we're on friday friday we're gonna go back to friday we're i'm kind of going um, do you guys, I kind of wish I would have seen like a cut or a version of that whole pool scene from everybody's perspective, because when the doors start locking, the fire starts going, the water starts boiling, are they looking at Jesse or do they see Freddy? Do the parents see Freddy or do the parents see Jesse?
1: That's a good question. You know, people it was great-
2: Chris movie, you would know. <laughs> Wait, say it again. I said, if Wes Craven had made it, I feel like you would have known.
1: Mm. I, I like Jack Shoulder though. He's he's as a good uh, a th- like as a director. Mm-hmm. I like. I didn't. The writer of this, he was kind of loudmouth about it, but uh, I can't remember his name at the moment. But uh, we had Jack Shoulder on the show. We didn't oh, really, really, really talk to him too much about this because everybody was talking to him about part two, and they're like, "Oh, was it supposed to be gay?" And and it was it was like a weird time. Uh, so I talked to him a lot, but I wish I had, I would I would have thought of that, to ask that question. Because I would have been, that's a really good question. I don't know who they see, and I wish they had shared that.
3: Because the what leads me to ask that question is when the, uh, the final kid there is like, it's okay. Like, we're here to, I'm here to help you. Like, and he's talking him down, not like he's completely scared of him. And like, he's talking to another kid who's just went off the handle mm-hmm. type deal. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And writer, really quick, it was uh, David Chaskin.
1: David, the writer?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he caused a lot of problems with it.
0: I hate when I hear that. Like, when you're hearing about film, especially if it's, like, a dope series franchise or whatever. And you hear some people, I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, why? <laughs> why? Just relax. Breathe. Take a chill pill. Have a Snickers. Not as positive but an definitely show. can be. Snickers, holler at your boy.
1: They have a really you know, good documentary about this movie. I yeah,
3: love it. Check it out. That's why I can't. To... I wish I had my fucking box set for those special features too and everything. Mm. You gotta, you gotta dig that out. I can't, find, can't it. find it since ever since I moved here. Like I feel like a whole box disappeared in the move. I don't now, know if that be... means. Yeah, I know. Now, with that being said about Freddie, let's take it to the other side with Friday the Thirteenth. As far mm-hmm. as the new the new character, because it is a new character, we had a young Jason at the end in a dream sequence. Now we have the new character, a grown Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. At first, has no his face is out. Then he finds that sack, puts it on, or whatnot. You know what I mean. So it's kind of like, do you think they did well with? presenting a new character for the sense that they were trying to portray in these movies of fear and horror? Do you think the person's stature worked out well? Do you think the mask did well enough for you?
2: I do. I, I got a question I want to um, get to when we're done with this one. Mm-hmm. Just don't let me forget.
0: Type it in the private chat part, so you don't forget it.
2: Just don't I hit any. Do. Huh? Oh, nothing. I-, I was answering the question. I do. Oh.
3: I, I liked it a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's the question? <laughs> uh, The the character of uh, Jason Voorhees in this one.
1: Did I'm kidding you? with you. Uh, I I accept her explanation. I like her saying, and and like, the thing is, there's there's subtlety to the sequel that and there's exposition, and now a lot of people. I and I've said it before. I don't like when mm-hmm. everybody kind of like talks it through. But this is a situation where you in a script you kind of have to it's already been established it's a sequel uh but for her to be a child psychology major Mm. you know i don't think people understand how much that plays into later when she puts on the sweater you know he the sweater's right there in front of the head not because because it's the only things he has to remember her yep Mm -hmm. so when she puts that sweater on yeah he sees it because he's childlike and she said that earlier when she's in the bar she's like what if he's still alive she said that she dreamed about him when he was a kid, but that would and she says that wouldn't make sense. He'd be older now. And what if he has the mind of a child, you know, and he's just out there in these woods, like he could be killing people. And like, so it gives you the explanation that nobody, I never hear anybody in any of these podcasts or anything else talk about the fact that there is an explanation why there was no Jason. The first one was Jason, the second one. And it's so subtle but i just <laughs> never hear anybody talk about it and they do they just straight up tell you right off the bat so yeah. I, I respected that for them to be able to at least come out and still give us an explanation
0: yeah yeah hell yeah and then to answer your question chris i love it and like i said earlier i i wouldn't have minded if we had one more of Zach ed jason just one more film just I because didn't. it was yeah. it was a cool it was just a cool concept um it was. I wouldn't say it was like super scary. Maybe a little creepiness to it. I mean, if you see a dude in a sack running around in the woods, you're not going to go up to him and say hi. You can get the fuck away from him. I'm not going to walk
1: up to a dude in a sack in the city. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. Very true. But I feel like a woods is like you know what?
1: They belong in the woods. I don't. Yeah. Belong in the woods. <laughs> Good point. Good point.
0: Wait, <laughs> like, what the hell? What the hell? Am I no, I. To?
1: I didn't answer, it, but. I do like this version, Jason. It's just, it is definitely not my favorite.
0: Oh, no, it's not my favorite. Not my favorite. We'll get to it when we get down, when we get further down the the road with this. And Wise uh, (coughs) said, looking at it now, I didn't notice a lot of, yeah, same. Same with both of these movies. But I guess it happens, though, because, like, I feel when you're watching these as a kid, you're really watching it for Jason and Freddy and, you know, all that stuff. And then when you're as you get old, you're paying more attention to the story and all the other shit that goes on in the background and everything else, and it's it's pretty dope actually. What were you saying,
2: Jason? I was saying so we're pretty much on the same page that you know Jason survived the drowning mm-hmm. and just been living in the woods. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I adopt that into, and I know I don't want to give too much away for whoever's watching along or whatnot, but like I adopt that into like the sixth one which is clearly the Frankenstein version of Jason and how he comes back. So, like, dead all the way after four, five different six brought back. So, like, that. So I like that explanation of, like, how things went and why he's immortal now, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Which, it's, it's just, and what's funny about these type of films is obviously with logic, none of this shit makes sense, but we do not care. Like horror, us as horror fans will complain about some silly ass shit in a horror movie, right? But then don't give a shit that there's a guy in a hockey mask running around killing people that drown, but still alive, but then gets killed and comes back. Like that doesn't bother us at all. (laughs) But it'll be something small in a movie. (laughs) And you're just like, what the fuck? Horror horror fans
1: drive me fucking crazy. (laughs) 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 It always turns into, it's just not realistic enough i'm gonna go watch child's play yeah that's 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 that seems <laughs> right. let's 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 argue that one. oh my god the, the godfather is not the best movie of all time have you seen sorority girls in the slimeball bowl of rama wait what, what like the, the hell life. says that how many drinks that is were a they a real in? movie that is a real movie yes and yeah, i will not like confirm nor deny movie. that There is actually a sequel to it too now. There's a a second one. Um, But I will not confirm nor deny that it has the best nude scene of all time.
3: (laughs) Since we're so early in the series, I have one last question to ask about Friday the 13th here. So with what we just touched on about Jason's passing or drowning or whatnot, should we even have had these movies? Yes. Because if he ended up surviving the drowning, how did Mama not know yeah, somebody had to be taken care of him in the woods at this point, right? So she just she decided was, to just go get vengeance or, or revenge she was out or, for She
2: was out for revenge, and she said that he drowned. She never said that they didn't resuscitate him.
3: Oh. But she said, well, my baby, my, they, they killed my baby. let him drown.
0: Yeah. Maybe his dad was taking care of
1: him. Oh, you know what's funny about that? And I'll I'll elaborate more when we get to the sixth one. Vengeance. That was supposed to be the end story after six leading into his father. we? sir.
0: I I actually had the director on a couple years back. Oh, Tom?
1: Yeah, we talked to him.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. That's awesome. Yes, sir.
0: So but yeah, that was that was a cool thing to hear. And I wish eh, I'll wait till we get to six because there's some there's some stuff. I get it. <laughs> there's some stuff. There's but no listen, people make sure you go follow every single one of these gentlemen that are in this episode with me. Jason over with Three Geeks Podcast, Chris over with worst damn gamer ever, and Mick over with Scene Snobs. And check out the scary snobs as well with me and Jason. This this it's dope. Yeah,
3: it's fun. It's dope. So who won it's this all, episode?
0: I'm always going to vote for Jason, man. You already know that.
3: Okay.
1: I'm always going to root
0: for Jason.
3: It's my favorite. I don't care what anybody says. I'm with Jason on this one, too.
1: All right. Jason, who are you with? I'm with Jason. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I know I gave it a lower rating, but I'm with Freddie on this one. Okay.
0: Mm. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that.
1: Because of the creativity. I love Friday 13th Part 2. And Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 is not, and I'm doing this for everybody cursing me out right now, um, but the creativity of the second one. Because as much as I love Friday the 13th Part 2, it's and it gives us answers and it does some things, it's still essentially the same shit as the first one. And I'm okay with that. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But at least for the second one in Freddy, you couldn't get Heather Langkamp back. Wes Craven didn't want to come back. And you tried something very different for the 80s.
0: Super different, definitely.
1: So, I gotta definitely. get down points on that.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. That's understandable. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, we're gonna wrap this one up, people. Appreciate you all watching, subscribing, and all that great stuff. And most importantly, I did post the uh, for a cause. The link is pinned to the top. Just uh, check it out, people.
1: Check, check us check out tomorrow. Out. We're gonna be on Mick at night.
0: Yes, Mick at night and Scene Times anniversary is tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Make Ooh. sure you go over there on that YouTube channel and check it out and give Mick his congratulations. Give the Scene Times congratulations because they're kicking ass. They're kicking ass. That. And, uh, chewing that, we're going to get out of here. I'll see you in your nightmares. Peace. Have a good night, everybody. Watch your day,